Each and every Monday, we have the honor of chatting with our good buddy Jason Caldwell from inside the Auburn Tigers. What a, a day it has been so far with all the news that's breaking. Jason, we certainly do appreciate the time. How would you describe this Monday to us, buddy? Yeah, I just, has anything been going on? I'm not really sure. <laughs> I, I mean, what, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, uh, it, deep it's here. been a day. It's <laughs> been about four. It's been about four days, to be quite honest. Uh, when you look at, at four days worth of news in one day, and it's not done yet. Uh, there's still more going on. We're, we're learning that you know um, several assistant coaches and support personnel have been fired or let go as well, uh, as of just you know recently, uh, including um, offense coordinator Eric Keysaw, uh, Brad Bedell, tight end coach. Um, off the field assistant, off the field guys as well. So um, now this thing, it's going to be a, be a, a, a very different looking um, crew for these last you know four games for the Auburn Tigers as they uh, as they get moving forward here. Uh, Jason, uh, just like I have, you have been here for a very long time, I and mean, you've seen quite a few coaching changes. Uh, where does today and this announcement rank in kind of the the scheme of those? Because I know you know. We were both here for the Bowden debacle, the Tuberville deal, the Chiswick deal. I mean, we've been we've seen a bunch of those. So, where does this one rank? Do you feel? Do you feel? Yeah, um, it's because of the social media aspect of it, and because the information is is out there so much quicker. It feels like this one has been very different. Um, if if this if if if, if Bowden had happened this time, it would be it would have been very similar. Um, I think just because of the social media aspect of things, but. No, it's uh, it's definitely wild um, to see everything that's going on, um, and and the way it's kind of happened. Talk to us about the timing of this, Jason. I mean, this is something that we've talked about uh, since the season kind of turned south with this Auburn football team. That changes could be made. A lot of people wanted to bring up the bye week as a time that Auburn might make a change in leadership there. Why, why today? What about the timing of this? Uh, yeah, I think it's it's all. Dr. Roberts, I think you look at him and, and doing what he's, you know, it's his timetable. Uh, and here's the thing about it, I think. I think I think the plan was to have an athletic director maybe next week and to, to do something. I think once it got out about John Cohen, Mississippi State said, hey, we want, we want something now. I think the plan was originally, hey, later this week to, to kind of see what's going on. But, um, you know, once that didn't happen, uh, everything sped up a little bit, and the thing is, you do it if you're not going to do it during a bye week, and you're going to wait. Monday is the day. Players do not practice; they don't practice today. It gives it gives now Cadillac Williams, who is going to be the interim head coach, it gives him an opportunity to obviously you look right now, it gives them and this the chance to to kind of rework this coaching staff. There'll be a lot of work that has to be done between now and, and tomorrow afternoon when they take the practice field, but. Uh, gives you a chance to kind of let the players digest it for a day before they start to work on Mississippi State. So, it, yeah, I think the timing of it is, is um, in terms of ideal, you'd probably like to do it ideally during the bye week. But I think once you get your AD in place and he says, yeah, I, I think we're going to make a change, you know, I don't think there's any way around it. And then President Roberts says, well, we'll go ahead and do it now then. And I think it kind of worked that way and, and everything fell pretty quickly. Hey, Jason, if you uh... – uh, have you talked to any of the players either on the record or off the record to kind of get a pulse on what's going through their heads right now or is still too early in all this? 
Yeah, not, not at, nothing on the record. I thought we saw some players coming out. We were over there. Um, they had a team meeting this afternoon. They saw some players coming out, and I, my, these guys are smart guys. They understand that this is coming. They, they, you know, I don't think anybody was shocked. Um, and and you know, they also understand it's business, and it's a, it's now business for them in terms of NIL. It's a business for coaches, business for everybody, and they know that means you got to win football games. They didn't win enough football games. And that means, hey, there's going to be a change. So, I, yeah, I, I didn't see anybody that I thought was, was you know, leaving there and, and really upset or, or, you know, kind of, you know, shocked that it happened. That's normally when you see some emotions. I think most of these guys understood that, hey, uh, this is this part of the, the business of college football that we're, that we're living in now. Jason, uh, you, you still have uh... – uh, Jeff Schmetting uh, on as the defensive coordinator. He's going to call plays for the defense. You have fired Eric Keesaw. Uh, it's been announced. So uh, who's on this staff is going to take over <laughs> offensive play calling? That's really interesting. I, I don't know. It depends on, depends on what you do in terms of moving somebody into that role. Um, you know, and I honestly don't know. It could be, you know, Brian Hartline could move in from, from an off-the-field position. You could move a Joe Bernardi in to coach offensive line, and Will Friend could be your offense, could be your your play caller and offense coordinator for a week. You got Ike Hill. You got some guys with experience. I, I would, I mean, I might lean towards either Brian Hartline or or Will Friend being your OC for the final four games, and Joe Bernardi or Kendall Simmons moving on the field as as your offensive line coach. What did Auburn do well on the field Saturday against Arkansas, Jason? If, if there was any positives as we look at those final four games coming up for the Tigers, what did they do well? Yeah, Robbie Ashford was the, the thing that, that sure. was well. Him and Camden Brown, Javarius Johnson, those guys, I thought that was the bright spot for, for this team. I thought that's what they did well. Um, and I thought they did some really positive things in, in that regard. I think Robbie Ashford has really taken some steps forward, to be quite honest, at the quarterback position. And, his athleticism, his ability to to extend plays and to, to make plays in, in the passing game. I thought he did a good job, and obviously, 87 yards rushing. He's he's become a guy that that uh, you know defensive coordinators probably don't like seeing on the other side, and you know just the experience. And the more he continues to mature and develop, has been you know that's been the biggest part of things for me. And quite honestly, that was really the only bright spot of Saturday. They didn't run the ball particularly well. Um, defensive you know issues continue to, to mount um you know with a lack of depth and, and guys not making a bunch of plays uh run you know run defense has been pretty bad to, to say the least kicking game wasn't real good uh, yeah Robbie Ashford and and you know some of those offensive things were about the only bright spot on Saturday and that's what I was going to ask you about um was the defense uh it's struggled especially the last two games um and it seems to have regressed week to week uh, do you think that Jeff Smet, uh, Jeff Schmetting is also going to be relieved of his duties soon? Uh, no, I mean I think if you were going to do those things, you do them all at the same time. I, I believe, right. and that, and obviously it could change. He might decide, uh, hey, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and be done. But it, you know, I I would have thought if if those things had happened, it would have all happened at the same time. Jason Caldwell is here with us from inside the Auburn Tigers. You can follow him on Twitter at ITAT. Jason, let's talk a little bit more about John Cohen, the new athletic director set to be named here from Auburn. One, when can we expect an announcement uh, for this hire? And, and then two, what can you tell us? Who is John Cohen? Yeah, uh, I think he's a guy that is is really, uh, I, won't, I won't say a, a guy that has his finger on the pulse because that's what athletic directors do. So that's kind of a given. you got to understand you know, what you're doing. Um, 
But here's the thing I think about him. He's a guy that demands excellence. Um, he's going to be a, a hard-nosed guy, and he's going to demand, hey, this is what you've what you got to do to be successful. I think the thing that jumps out to me the most about him is what he's done from a facility standpoint at Mississippi State. Uh, I talked about this, and you know, Tom can, can tell you know, some of the younger guys, too, when you go to Mississippi State in, in 1995 or 2000 even, it's, it's a glorified high school stadium. Yep. And it's not that way anymore. That is a stadium that, that it's not as big as Jordan-Hare Stadium, but the amenities and everything surrounding that stadium right now are better than, than Jordan-Hare. Like, they've done a ton of work, not to mention best baseball park in the nation, all the things they've done everywhere else around that program. That's the thing for me I look at it, people going, facilities, facilities. Well, John Cohen's done as much with facilities in Mississippi State as anybody in the country just about, and I think that's going to be something that I think Auburn fans can look forward to. Can't wait. Can't wait to see how all this plays out, what changes could be made, and more. And I know, like you said, it has been such a busy day for you, Jason, which means you are not short on content whatsoever. What's the best way to find it and maybe tell us some of the content you guys are working on? Yeah, there's tons of stuff up there. You wrote a recruiting, a why it didn't work from a recruiting segment uh, earlier today that, that obviously has gotten a lot, plenty of attention. So you can check that out. Um, stories, podcasts, videos, it's all there. Uh, and, and you can sign up today. And I think, I think it's a 75% off day, if I'm, I believe I'm correct. There you and go. So if, you, if you wanted to sign up, and I believe today would be about as good a day as you could find, uh, uh, you, can, you can sign up and get a little bit of a deal and, and come join us. Because like you said, not, not short on content and information right now. How do how does uh, trick or treating with the daughter impact uh, what's going on today? You going to squeeze everything in, in? In in the car right now. And there you uh, go. That way to do a little <laughs> bit early 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 trick or treating. Not a whole lot. Just a few select places and then uh, heading home. Have some fun, Jason. Thanks again for the time, buddy. Thanks, guys.